Welcome to the Engineer Soft Skills Podcast. My mission is to help engineers develop their soft skills and break through the barriers of social anxiety to show up more boldly at work, create awesome friendships, improve their dating and relationships, and build lives that they love. Do you struggle with procrastination? Do you have a lot of things that you would like to get done and yet you find that you struggle to get started or you get into the thing but you struggle to progress or to finish? Well, in this episode, I want to talk about how to beat procrastination, how to motivate yourself, how to step up and start doing the things that you know you should be doing but have some resistance toward doing. This is the Engineer Soft Skills Podcast. Thank you for listening. And on this podcast, I talk about the soft skills, so the non-technical skills of engineering that are super helpful in our careers and also help us in life. Often I talk about social confidence or social skills, and I believe that those are some of the most powerful skills that one can develop, specifically for engineers who tend to struggle with that thing. I know I certainly did, and I found a lot of benefit in my own life from working on that. And in this episode, I want to talk about a soft skill that is a little bit less in the social life area of things, but is nonetheless incredibly helpful, and that is beating procrastination and motivating ourselves to do the things that we know we ought to be doing. So the first thing that I want to get into is starting with why. And the reason that I believe that this is a great starting point is that with enough reasons, with enough whys, the whys will take care of the hows or the whats. And what I mean by that is if we have a strong enough reason, if we have a strong enough why, if we have strong enough motivation, then our let's say, like productivity system or our the method in which we do things. Because we can often focus on maybe the reason I'm not doing well enough or I'm not getting this thing done is because I don't know enough or because I don't have the right system or information for tackling that challenge. And yet I've found, and I believe it to be true, that if you get motivated enough, if you have a strong enough why, that will take care of those of those hows or those feelings of I don't know enough, I'm not sure what to do. When you're motivated, you just figure it out. You just knock things out one by one by one, bang, 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 and you get through the the task or the project or the challenge. The next is to clarify. And often we get stuck on a particular problem. Because we don't know what we need to be doing. We aren't sure what the next step is. And so we kind of toil around. And I find that often I'll I'll spend maybe like 30 minutes of just mindlessly scrolling through the internet or like searching around about a particular problem. But I haven't clarified what I'm trying to actually accomplish. And when I sit down and clarify, okay, here's what I'm getting at then I find that it's really much more clear and simple as far as the path forward. I believe it was an Einstein quote where he said, if I had an hour to solve a problem, 60 minutes to solve a problem, 
I would spend the first 55 minutes defining the problem and then the last five minutes just solving it. And there's a lot of truth in this in the sense that once you have the problem clearly defined before yourself, it's very, it's much more straightforward to go about solving it. Next is understand the pain-pleasure principle. So understand why we procrastinate. Why do we procrastinate? Well, that is because the pain of doing the thing, the pain of the hard work that's going to take to tackle that challenge, feels greater in our minds than the pleasure that will come with actually getting through that challenge and completing that challenge. And this is hackable. (laughs) In other words, this is sort of just our own mental imaging our own mental projection of here's what the pain on one side is going to feel like and here's what the pleasure on the other side is going to feel like. But that doesn't mean we are correct in those things. And really breaking it down or really hacking this pain-pleasure relationship is incredibly helpful in terms of your ability to start diving into challenges and I find it helpful to, again, define your why. So why is it going to feel really good when I complete this project? Why do I, why do I want to be doing this? And define, you can define all the positives, you know, I'm going to get these accolades, it's going to feel really good once I've accomplished this, and you can feel into these things, feel into the feeling of a job well done, the feeling of accomplishing a particular project. And you can even define the negative. You can define the pain of not doing it. So, you know, there's the potential for getting demoted or getting fired or getting some sort of criticism from your boss. Generally, I find it unproductive to linger on these things, to continually think about what is my, you know, to think about the pain that would come from your colleagues, or your boss if you don't get something done. And yet, as a motivating factor, recognizing that there is going to be pain from this criticism or this from your boss when you don't get something done, it can be a helpful motivating force. The next is to engage your physiology. And often, our state, our physical state is what determines our ability to show up and get things done, our our motivation. It determines the energy with which we approach a particular problem. And working on this physical state, working on our physiology, and just doing something to boost that state will allow the work to go better. And it can feel like, oh, no, I'm, I don't... It's silly to take time out of my day to to work on my physiology. I should just be... You know, my job doesn't require that. I sit at a desk. I I should just spend my time on doing the work. Well, experiment with this. Give it a shot. See what happens if you're feeling a little bit down, you're feeling a little bit low energy, and you take five or ten minutes to boost up your physical state. Some things that you could do, quick exercise, you could do some pump-ups. I've talked about this in previous podcasts and videos, but just 
beating your chest or yelling if you if you have the ability to maybe in some place private or in the bathroom or something and jumping up and down just doing something to get your your nervous system ramped up a little bit doing something to get yourself in a positive physical state if you think about football players before a big game are they slouched just sitting you know shoulders hunched over and you know thinking their physical state doesn't matter before their big game no they are getting amped up they're jumping up and down they're yelling they're hitting each other and that is creating the peak physical state that they want to be in in order to be focused and in order to be aggressive and in order to be dominant on the playing field so doing something to boost your physiology doing breathing can help meditating can help even i've found journaling can help you know that one isn't as physical but it can be helpful as well so doing something to engage your physiology next is to chunk it down so in a particular project or you know some things are just one step let's say a task that you have to complete is like email Marianne about X project. Well, that's just one task. But when it comes to projects, when it comes to things that are multiple tasks, they could be it could be thousands of individual tasks that you have to complete in order to get a project done. Chunk it down rather than thinking about, oh man, I what do I have to work on today? I have to work on this multi-year project. Well, obviously, that is too big to tackle in a day, so chunk it down. What do I have to do? What could I do in the next five minutes that would move me forward? A book that I really love is called Getting Things Done by David Allen, and he is really, really big on defining the next action, the next action step. And to him, to to most properly define the next action step means that you should be breaking down what is a physical visible next action that is quick that is maybe five or ten minutes at most that i have to do in order to move forward on this thing what is the very next step and when you've defined that it is much easier to get things done and it can be helpful to sit down and break down and the book getting things done will lead you through this process but to break down what are all the things on my plate? What are all my projects? What are all of my responsibilities? And how can I define a bunch of physical, visible, next actions that I need to complete? Because when you have a list of things that are written out really specifically that you need to tackle, rather than just being these sort of vague things in your head that you haven't really taken the intellectual work to define... Now you have these specific next action steps and you can just go about executing and it's much easier for your, for your, often we have this lazy energy, this lazy approach where we don't want to do the hard work of defining that thing. But when it's predefined for us, it's so much easier to just jump in and do it. And the last thing is to ritualize. So... Human behavior is such that habits are much easier for us to perform than it is to perform something that we do sporadically. So the more that we can put in place things that we just do habitually, and an example of this might be, okay, the first thing I do when I get to work 
is I sit down and I focus on defining my day for the first 15 minutes. And this is a really valuable activity. And when you have that as a ritual, when you have that as something that I do daily without fail, or, you know, maybe I slip up here and there, but it's generally something that I do by habit. That becomes just easier and easier for you. It takes less of your mental energy. It takes less of your physical energy. And these habits, these things are, as humans, we are evolved to put on autopilot the things that we have done over and over and over again. The brain subconsciously realizes, okay, this thing is something that is taking up a lot of energy. I am recognizing that this person does this thing over and over and over again. And it would be smart from a conservation of energy perspective if we just made that thing more of a habitual loop. In other words, let's make it so that this thing is done on autopilot and this this all happens on a subconscious level so that it's not eating up all this energy in order to make that thing happen. Great, so that is today's episode on how to conquer procrastination, on how to get motivated. I hope that helps. See what action steps you can put in place today. Define your why. On a particular project, clarify what exactly do you need to get done? What does the final outcome need to look like? Understand the pain or pleasure behind something. When you find that you're procrastinating, look at where can I derive pleasure out of moving forward on this thing? And what would be the pain if I didn't do this thing? Engage your physiology. Get in the habit of, before you sit down to do something, spend even just a minute working on your physical state. You know, some breathing exercises or a pump-up can really get yourself in the right place to be taking action from. Chunk it down on a big project. Chunk it down into bite-sized pieces into maybe a 5 or a 10 or a 30-minute bite-sized action step that you can take right now rather than a big overwhelming project that is going to take months and is daunting to you. And then ritualize. What things can you make habitual? What things can you put in place such that I know I'm going to do this every day and eventually after a month or two, I'm going to continue doing the thing, but it's going to feel so, so much easier. And that is what I've got for you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Engineer Soft Skills Podcast. You're awesome. And I look forward to joining you in the next episode, the next podcast, or the next video that I put out. If you feel so inclined, check out my website, engineersoftskills.com, where there are a variety of other resources on how to boost your soft skills as an engineer. Again, thank you for listening. You are awesome. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Engineer Soft Skills Podcast. If you're interested in more, you can go to engineersoftskills.com to check out more videos, podcasts, articles, and to download a free PDF called The Ultimate Guide to Soft Skills. This is a 25-page ebook covering the best of what I've learned on how to level up your soft skills to improve your social life, dating life, and career. Again, thank you for listening.